Before we get started, I just want you to know this is the first time that the Liberty Lighthouse and I have ever tried to do a podcast over a telephone, recording a telephone conversation. So, I just want to put this out there and apologize for the sound quality in advance. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Earlier today in Washington, D.C., another career politician said something really, really stupid. Officials are concerned that ignorance and stupidity has blatantly crossed party lines and unfortunately has made its way to those appointed by elected officials as well. You don't say. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. You have just entered Liberty Lighthouse, where we cut through the fog with common sense logic. Coming to you from Pennsylvania, the state of independence, here he is. U.S. Navy veteran, author of the book, Progress, Really? And your freedom-loving host, Peter Serafine. Welcome to Liberty Lighthouse. I am the keeper of the Liberty Lighthouse, your beacon of common sense, your wiki, if you will, Peter Serafine. I urge you to join this conversation by calling 64-MY-RIGHTS, that's 646-974-4487. And go to liberty-lighthouse.com, sign up to be a member. Now, let's start the show. Hey, today we're here to talk about, uh, well, the Commonwealth of Virginia and some of the things that have been going on in their legislature. We are all at least a little familiar with the huge gun rights rally that happened down there. Estimates of anywhere between 25,000 and 65,000 people there, many of them walking around with, with loaded AR-15s. And to the surprise of the left, not a single shot fired, not a single arrest, and they cleaned up after themselves. But for somebody a little more local than myself here in Pennsylvania, I have Johnny Simonetti, the uh, co-host of Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast, and, well, Mr. Tattooed in the Wild. <laughs> I appreciate the shout out to everybody. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Liberty Lighthouse, Johnny. Thank you for having me. And first and foremost, I want to say thank you for your service. Wow, thanks. I appreciate it. I, uh, Absolutely, sir. I knew I was going to the service when I was really young. Um, didn't decide which branch until I was almost out of high school. Chose the Navy just because uh, the tradition of it. I mean. When I went in, they were still wearing the same uniform that they wore 200 years ago. And right. that means something to me. So in an effort to make you more comfortable here at the Liberty Lighthouse instead of Todd Orndorff on the podcast, I know he has his credentials thing. So I uh, took the liberty. <laughs> That's, That's a nice, awesome. That's a nice glass of one of my favorite bourbons, Jefferson's bourbon. Nice. Drinking on the rocks. My favorite uh, everyday <laughs> bourbon around my house. That's right. great, dude. <laughs> I am actually, uh, you know, I am traditional free on Fridays. Uh, you know, I take I take my eighty uh, four year old father in law to the dance on Friday night, so I'm traditional free. So, so that, that's that's why you guys record on Thursdays then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some Virginia stuff. Um, Here we go. Ever, we'll, we'll start with the gun laws, since you probably know a little bit about gun laws, being an outdoorsman. And yes. uh, 
you know, of we all know what was covered in the news, but they didn't really give a whole lot of specifics about what was being proposed. Um, I saw, you know, Senate Bill 69 um, was to limit handgun purchases to no more than one per 30 days. Um, they wanted to extend background checks to give up to five days to do a background check for a handgun. That was H, that was House Bill uh, 260. You mentioned before we started recording that there was a magazine capacity limit. I think they wanted 10-round limit on handguns. I thought it was seven, but uh, – no, well, I like I said, I could be wrong. I told you I, I don't read all these things, you know, to the fullest. I honestly thought it was seven. No, and I could very whole, well have, have my states mixed up because there's a whole bunch of states trying to do this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's bad, dude. <laughs> uh, House Bill 2, I get that, House Bill 2, the second bill that the House of Representatives in Virginia was able to pass this year was to require universal background checks. So they were basically taking every gun law that has ever been proposed and trying to pass them all at one time. Oh, yeah. So yeah. no wonder so many people showed up at the Virginia yeah. Capitol. They are they are trying to turn Virginia into California real quick. Yeah, I, I said online uh, that Virginia seems to be trying to be, become progressive California in one legislative session. Yep. Yep. Okay. It, 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 it's bad. It's, it, I don't... Uh, and I told you before, any infringement on my constitutional right is, is uh, it's absurd. It's driving me crazy right now. And unfortunately, we can't do nothing about it right now. Well, the only thing you can do is vote them out next time. Yeah. And, but, you know, protest like you're doing. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, um... One that I – a couple of episodes ago in, in my show, I did a tyranny alert that was about Senate Bill 64 in Virginia, and I overreacted a little bit to Senate Bill 64. Um, it was redefining paramilitary, so, uh, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought. And one of the things that still bothers me, even though I've calmed down a little bit about it, is the use of the word intent. Um, they said, for example, to parade or march in formation with weapons with the intent to intimidate was a crime. Now, how do you prove intent? And the question that I, I raised was, like, if I'm, you know, in a color guard and there's two guys with rifles and three guys carrying flags or gals, and you're marching down the street in a parade and somebody else is offended by the rifle's presence – you know, is that word intent going to be troublesome for, uh, you know, exercising that uh, patriotic pride of carrying a flag down the street? Right. That it, everything is worded to it, – it's all on how you take it. it it's bull crap. <laughs> I mean, you can word things. You know what I'm trying to say, Peter. I'm sorry. I'm 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 so frustrated over all of this crap. It's driving me crazy. Hey, I'm frustrated. And I don't even live in Virginia. 
I mean, it's like the red flag laws that they're they're trying to pass. You oh, know, yeah, I could call Todd. Yeah, I, I could I could call Todd one night. I might be upset. I could be angry. If they pass these red flag laws, Todd could call Virginia State Police and say, "Hey, man, Johnny's having a bad night. Uh, I know he's got weapons in his house. I feel I feel like he might be a a danger. They can come and take my weapons, and if I don't give them up, they can take me to jail. It's bullcrap." It is bullcrap, and if you do a little bit of research, you go online, you start searching for some of these red flag confiscations in states that already have them. Um, I remember at least one story of an elderly man being shot to death by the police who showed up to get his guns because he didn't understand what was going on, and he was being a little argumentative, and he wanted to keep his guns. And he ended up up dying over it. Yeah, I think that was in – I want to say that was Tennessee. I saw that article. I want to say that was Tennessee. I could be wrong, of course, but yeah, no, it's just this crap is just driving me crazy. Just leave us alone. <laughs> We're not like 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 you said. We had a freaking you know anywhere from twenty to sixty thousand people in Richmond. Everybody was armed. I had one of my good friends that I work with was there. And he was armed. Not one person started anything. It, just stop it. Don't, we got. I have a. I have a sticker on the back of my tailgate right now that says, "Our governor is a tyrant," and I won't refrain from that. Our governor right now, he is a tyrant, and that's what our forefathers warned us about. Now, well, let's talk about the governor. And the tyrannical – one of the tyrannical moves that he's done recently, um, House Bill 1627, so HB 1627, defines threats. And I'm assuming that the reason for this bill is because they included, you know, online threats and, and uh, electronic communications and all that kind of stuff. So I'm assuming that this bill was created – just to include those things that may not have existed in the old bill. However, for some strange reason, the bill calls out threats to the governor and his immediate family separately within the bill. (laughs) So, and, and, and they're treated differently because all of the other ones, all the other threats that are in there say that they can be prosecuted in the city, county, or state courts depending on, you know, where it happened and what the, what the circumstances are. But any person who knowingly and willfully sends, delivers, or conveys, or causes to be sent, delivered, or conveyed, a threat to the governor or his immediate family, blah, 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 is, is guilty of a Class 6 felony, and a violation of that law will be prosecuted in the jurisdiction in which the communication was made or received or in the city of Richmond. So they're giving a, a whole lot of leeway as to where they want to prosecute threats to the governor. Uh, I, mean, I, I was surprised that they didn't try to say that it was a bigger crime to, to threaten the governor than anybody else, but they didn't do that. Well, there, there's there's an article out there that someone posted online that he he said he wanted to burn down his house, Governor Norton's house, right? That he posted online, he said, let's just go burn his house down. He was arrested. (laughs) This guy was arrested. I don't know if you've seen the article, but someone has been arrested for that kind of a threat. 
you got people out here. You got freaking uh, Madonna said she wanted to blow up the White House. She's okay. <laughs> man, come on, man. People got to wake up. You're not above the law. No one's above the law. If you got a little guy in Virginia that says he wants to burn down the governor's house. I'm not saying that. Please, good God, I'll have Secret Service at my house tonight. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but, hey, come on. Madonna, George Lopez, all these famous people saying, hell, George Lopez said he would take out the uh, the president for half the price. When whoever it was put a $6 million bounty on President Trump's head, they said they'd do it for half or $60 million, whatever yes. it was. And then nothing's yes, known right. about that? And then, then you got some little podunk redneck here in Virginia that says, oh, we'll just burn his house down, and he gets arrested. Come on, man. You know, people got to wake up. They are after power. They are after power. That's all they want. It's pissing me off. I don't know what to do. I have not been a political person at all. 2016, and I'll be honest with you, 2016, well, I guess it was 2015, I registered to vote right before the election. I've never been registered to vote. I've never been a political person, ever, in my life. I'm like, you're not affecting me. I'm not worried about it. I don't want to get called to jury duty. That's I've never been registered to vote until the election in 2016. I'm like, you know what? This is some bull crap. I got, I got registered to vote, voted. Because now things are starting to affect me, and it's been pissing me off ever since. Sorry for my language, but it, people got to wake up. You got to get out and vote. It, you don't like what's going on in your community or whatever. You got to get out and vote. I've been to three city council meetings uh, this year because you know, like you said, Virginia. Everybody's going to the. Uh, Sanctuaries, counties, cities, whatever. My city is a liberal city. I'm not going to lie. It is bad. I knew it wasn't going to happen. And they, they, they even made the announcement they're not even going to consider being a sanctuary. Uh, second Amendment. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Dude, I get, you, when I get fired up, I, I, I get tongue tied. <laughs> well, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, I was never politically active. Myself, um, it was a little over a year ago, probably late 2018, when I, I mean, I was registered to vote and did vote, but late 2018, uh, New York and then Virginia passed their late-term abortion laws. And then, you know, Governor uh, Blackface McNortham decided mm-hmm. that as a pediatrician, that, uh, you know, in a case of a botched abortion, if a baby came out alive, that that the uh, the doctor and the the mother would have a discussion about what to do with it, and that sent me over the edge. That made me go, "Oh my God, I have to do something. This is crazy. How can this doctor completely ignore the first part of his Hippocratic oath to do no harm for this political statement?" So um, it frustrated me. I started writing a book. Um, I uh, I wrote a short book. I published it. Uh, shortly after writing, publishing my book, I broke my foot and I was off work for a month. 
So while I was out of work, I built myself a website and I started to blog. I had a whole bunch of people telling me, nobody reads blogs anymore, you got to do a podcast. So I started Liberty Lighthouse. And oh, by the way, today is our four-month anniversary here at Liberty Lighthouse. Hey, there you go. Congratulations, brother. Four months. Episode 12 is what we're doing right now. Nice. Um, so, yeah, getting out to vote is huge. But there are, re- you know, pretty much the rest of what I want to talk about in Virginia has to do with voting. Um, I don't know if you listened to any of the shows that I did where I talked about the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact. I missed that one. I'm three in. That's all right. It's all, it, you know, I mention it in a few shows because I think it's such a bad idea. Um, what the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact is, is a group of states that have all pledged that they will give their electoral votes to the winner of the national popular vote. So, I, I, I retract my statement. I did hear that. Okay. I, yeah, I did hear that. Well, that basically makes the electoral college moot. And with no electoral college, we turn into a straight democracy or pure democracy. And pure democracy is a bad idea. Pure democracy in large scale, like entire nations, is basically mob rule. And, uh, you know, look at the news. Mobs never rule well. Yeah, um, exactly. So Virginia has two bills pending right now, Senate Bill 399 and House Bill 177 that are both calling for Virginia to join the National Popular Popular Vote Interstate Compact. So, like I just said, on, on the grand scale, it's eroding the republic. It's, it's turning us from a republic to a democracy. On the state level, this is your government in Virginia looking at you, Johnny Simonetti, and saying, hey, I don't give a crap how you vote. I'm going to give our electoral votes to whoever wins the national vote. My state doesn't matter. National exactly. vote is the only thing that matters. Exactly. So you are exactly right. So any state that, that has joined this, and somebody put put forth the idea for Pennsylvania to join, and thank God Pennsylvania shot it down. Um, somebody put it forth in Virginia. I think there's 15 states that have that are part of this agreement, I mean, the people in those states should be outraged because their lawmakers, their elected officials have basically said, screw you to the voters in that state. Your vote doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Exactly right. You are exactly right. You know, a long time ago, you know, I, I'm not, I've only been in, I've only got involved in politics as heavy as I have, and I'm not I'm not heavy into it, but now I care because shit's affected me. You know, it, this is stuff that will affect me and my family. I haven't been into it, so I didn't care. You know, long time ago, I'm thinking, ah, electoral college or whatever. But now I understand. Hell, if 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 if, if they get rid of the electoral college, hell, you're basically going to have. California and New York decide who gets the presidency. Right. As far as I'm concerned. I think California and New York and Florida together are enough to to, uh, take over the the Electoral College entirely. Yeah, but if you remember 2016, Trump won Florida. Yeah. 
Uh, something on Florida. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember for sure, but it yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all. I know, but I think Trump won Florida. <laughs> Florida's one of them swing states. They go back and forth yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that's well, right. <laughs> the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact is actually going to be the topic of my next episode, uh, uh, episode 13, because it's it's come up in these shows like two or three times. I've done a little bit more research on it, and there's a little bit more I want to say about it, but, so I'm going to turn it into its own episode. Okay. Nice. Okay. But all right, let's uh take a little break and uh come back and we'll talk about all of the other laws that Virginia is proposing regarding voting. All right. Let me tell you why I chose Anchor to host my podcast. First, it's free. It's one of the few hosts I found that really is free. They have all the tools that you need. You can make your podcast on a computer. Or you can download their free app and make edits and uploads straight from your phone. So, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, I say download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Alright, so welcome back. Uh, House Bill 1, the very first bill that the 2020 Virginia uh, House, the 2020 Virginia House, put forth was a was a bill on absentee voting house bill one makes absentee voting no excuse required anybody who wants to can can mail in an absentee ballot what do you think about that uh how do they know are they legal Uh, i mean so i can just send in a ballot send in a vote and nobody knows who i am well, here, let me, let me read the summary to it. It says, absentee voting, no excuses, no excuse required. Permits any registered voter to vote by absentee ballot in any election in which he is qualified to vote. This bill removes the current list of statutory reasons under which a person may be entitled to vote, vote by absentee ballot and removes references to those reasons from other sections of the code. So you just decide you're too tired to go, you know, you don't want to use your lunch break or, I don't know, whatever. You can just send in an absentee ballot. You don't have to show cause. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing by itself. Virginia seems to think it's important. They have, uh, let's see, House Bill 46, House Bill 111. How, I'm sorry, Senate Bill 46 and Senate Bill 111, 7th Bill 617, 859, House Bill 1, and House Bill 18. That's six different bills all dealing with making absentee ballots easier. Well, they're also one – well, my thing is they're also wanting to give anybody a damn driver's license right now. Oh, I just read that today, and I thought, man, Thank look you. at that. That fits into this show perfectly. The, yes, it uh, does. They are trying to remove the citizenship requirement to get a driver's license in Virginia. So an undocumented immigrant or an illegal alien, depending on how politically correct you want to be, uh, can, you. can get a driver's license. Yeah. So an illegal immigrant can get a driver's license. All you need to go to vote 
is a driver's license. You gotta have oh. identification. They don't know if they're freaking oh, legal or not. Oh wait, no, no, no. House Bill 19 repeals all voter identification laws. <laughs> so you don't even have to have a picture ID to to vote. I'm telling you, I think you should have a picture ID, proof of residency, to vote. That's that's how I feel. I'm not I'm not discriminating against anybody, but that's how I feel. Yeah, you should show proof of residency, and then here Virginia is want to give out driver's license to illegal immigrants that can't right. prove. Uh, man, I'm telling you. Peter, Peter, I thank you for having me on the show. But you got to realize when you get me fired up, I might, I might say some things you'll have to bleep out. That's all right. It's just editing. I can do that. <laughs> okay, wait. So let's say let's let's go back for a minute. Let's say that maybe it's a good idea. Just hypothetically, just a minute. Let's say it's a good idea to uh, allow illegal immigrants to get driver's licenses because at least that way they have to pass the vehicle safety test. And, you know, maybe it'll make your road safer because they took the test. Let's just hypothetically, let's pretend that that bill's a good idea. All right. Would it, would it still be a good idea when House Bill 235, which automatically registers anybody with a driver's license to vote, is it still a good idea at that point? <laughs> uh, House no. Bill 235 wants to automatically every automatically register to vote anybody with a driver's license and then they also simultaneously are trying to give anybody who asks a driver's license without even proving that they're US citizens. <laughs> no, it's a good idea. It's not a good <laughs> idea. I, I I'm telling you, we we are we are in troubled times as far as I'm concerned. The right to vote is like one of the two most sacred rights that you have as a citizen. And I say, too, giving that, like, freedom of speech and the right to vote. Like, those are number one and number two, depending on who you talk to, almost any time. Yes, sir. You might, you might differ as to which one you think is one or two, but freedom of speech and the right to vote. In your state, the Commonwealth of Virginia is trying to give the right to vote to illegal aliens. Isn't that something? <laughs> I want to move so bad. Me. It's like I live in Pennsylvania, so it's funny for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I said earlier, growing up, when I was when I was uh, getting ready to turn 18, and it was my time to vote, to register, I I don't know I don't know who was president I don't know who was running back then it's been so, shit I'm old but I just remember oh I'm not going to do this I'm going to do this whoever was running for president at the time I don't know and I'm like he got voted in as president and then he did the total opposite I'm like come on man that, you're just you're just saying shit to get voted in and I I made up my mind I'm like. Through it. They're just yeah, you know, they're gonna tell you what they want. A politician's gonna tell you what they want just to get voted in. And I never registered. Didn't vote, but and I always said, It's not affecting me. It's not affecting me. Don't care, don't care. And I'll be honest with you, you know, when Obama ran for his first term, oh I'd have voted for him. Because he's a smooth talker. I, I don't like to admit this publicly, but I did vote for Obama the first time around. 
But that's fine. I, I fell for the smooth talking. I mean, he's an amazing oh, yeah. orator. Absolutely. Once he got in office and I saw what he was doing, I'm like, nope, not not no, nope, not twice. Absolutely, absolutely, brother. I, I I'll say it publicly now. If I was voting when he ran the first time, I would have voted for Obama because, like you said, well, he's a smooth talker. He made everything look good, sound good. Second term, absolutely not. And then when Hillary Clinton ran, I don't give a damn if she was running against Steve Harvey. I would have voted for Steve Harvey. Yeah, Hillary was just a no. bad candidate. I'm sorry. She's just a She's bad, bad candidate. She's, Regardless yeah, of I, your party affiliations, yeah. Hillary was a bad candidate. I, I said it today. I, I told somebody today, I said, that's one evil right there. I would never vote for her. But Trump, here's my thing. Trump has done everything he said he was going to do except put that bitch in jail. So sorry for my language. Sorry, Peter. I told you. I told you. You get me fired up. <laughs> anyway, we need to get. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get sidetracked. But all right, all right. All right. So your state has uh, over a hundred bills pending, all related to voting in some way or another. Now a whole lot of them are just different versions of the same proposal, like absentee ballot one. There's like five or six different just. So there's something shady going on there. Voting should be pretty cut and dry. The rules for voting should fit on one sheet of paper. There's no need to have a hundred different bills for it. Well, that's that's because of Nova. We call it Nova, Northern Virginia. When you you get you get your counties and stuff that are up close to D.C., they are so far left liberal, and they're they're so overpopulated. You look at the counties individually here in Virginia, most of Virginia, they're going to vote Republican. But you got you got such a mass of people up near D.C. that we can't compete with that. We're just country people that believe in the freaking Constitution. And then you got them people up in Northern Virginia that, like I said, they're so overpop not overpopulated, but there's so many people up north that we just can't compete with that. That's why the state of Virginia is going to shit. Well, I would agree with you that it's heading that way. And the densely populated areas around D.C., D.C.'s almost as liberal as well, – D.C. pushes the envelope as being the most liberal area in the country. So the fact that it's bleeding over into northern Virginia doesn't surprise me at all. No. Right. All right. Let's, let's move on from voting since I got you riled up and made me go find that bleep button. Um, sorry. The last one that I have in my page of notes that I thought was funny, it's probably good to land on a funny note here. Uh, House <laughs> Bill number 40. House Bill number 40 requires safe spaces in all public schools. Safe spaces. <laughs> You got me speechless, brother. <laughs> You've actually got me speechless. My my safe my safe shit. I can't even talk. Sorry. My safe space was my nose in the corner. Yeah, yeah. That come on, man. That is that is ridiculous. All public schools, meaning paid for by public tax dollars. 
in all yeah. public schools. <laughs> oh, man, that's ridiculous, dude. That's that is just ridiculous. I I I didn't even know about that. I haven't even heard about that one. That is unreal. Well, like I said, I went to the Virginia Legislature's website and uh, just the bill tracking section and started looking around and see what I could find. And let's just say that they've been pretty busy. <laughs> oh, everybody needs a safe space. My my safe my safe place is uh in a tree stand. <laughs> <laughs> that's my safe place. <laughs> Come on, that's so ridiculous. I haven't even heard nothing about that one. You, you, well, you, you know, totally blindsided me on that one. You, you know, you 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 can't hurt a child's feelings. It stunts their growth and stuff. And my God, what happens when they become adults and they get insulted? Mm-mm. That, that's, that's unfortunately that's the road we're going. Unfortunately. I, I, all right. Unless you've got something to add, I think I'm about done, Johnny. <laughs> well, I, uh, thank you for having me on again. And, and like I said, you're going to be busy on the bleep button. Sorry about that. That's just who I am. It kind of this that kind of stuff just gets under my skin. Safe space. Now I got to look that shit up, Peter. <laughs> that was uh, where was that one? That was House Bill 40. When you go look it up, House Bill number four zero, House Bill forty. I'm writing it down because I got to look that up. I, I haven't heard anything about that. That is just ridiculous. People, people need to grow skin. Stop being offended about every damn thing. Oh man, I could go on and on and on, but I won't. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Johnny Simonetti. Thank you very much for stopping by the Liberty Lighthouse. Uh, I am Peter Seraphine, the Lighthouse Lightkeeper here. Johnny, where can we find you? The best place to find me is Johnny Simo, Tattooed in the Wild, on Instagram. Uh, Peter, thank you for having me on. I don't know if it was a, a delight or a disaster. Either way, I was here. I, I had fun. I did too, buddy. Until next time, protect your liberties. Once they're gone, Absolutely. there's no getting them back. Thank you for listening to the Liberty Lighthouse podcast. Be sure to sign up at liberty-lighthouse.com to download my free ebook from the file shares page. Don't forget, call 64 My Rights with your questions, comments, and concerns for the show. That's 646-974-4487. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell a friend about the Liberty Lighthouse. Whatever platform you're listening from, subscribe, rate, leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you.